Kyler Murray is QB1 for the future. Confirmed. Let's discuss. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Locked on Cardinals. I am Alex Clancy. I am the host of this said podcast. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Free wherever you get your podcast. And on YouTube, follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Please go to the YouTube channel. Search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button, man. We're almost at 3,000 subscribers. Um, I'm just happy you're here. Truly. And if you want to see more of my multiple times aforementioned big dumb face, please go subscribe to the YouTube channel. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Uh, you know, download the Game Time app, create an account, use code Locked on it uh, for twenty bucks off your first purchase. Very simple. Go to the Game Time app now, or after the podcast. List, watch, listen, then Game Time app. Immediately proceeding. Preceding, pr- proceeding. Proceeding means you're donating something. Just go to the Game Time app after. My my, I've gone cross side. Kyler Murray's QB1. I, I need to do this segment, <laughs> okay? I just, I, I need to do it. Um, I'll discuss it. The Cardinals' biggest needs updated is in the second segment where I've done this throughout the year, kind of like a barometer check for the multitude of needs that the Cardinals have going into the 2024 season. What's most important? You know, I think it's six and one, half a dozen of the other for a handful of them. But with the Cardinals' draft order changing, and barring any sort of random victory like, you know, the uh, the New England Patriots would need to beat the Jets this week or the Washington Commanders would need to beat the Cowboys for the Cardinals to have any sort of shimmy from the fourth overall pick. So things change. Needs change. Because you're not going to be able to maybe get somebody that you wanted to. I didn't want this player, but you're not going to be, you know, we're going to discuss that, and that'll pivot transition uh, perfectly into the penultimate, the second-to-last Tankathon segment, doing it on Wednesday today, because I wanted to do different things yesterday. Normally, it's Tankathon Tuesday. Alliteration's fun, I guess, uh, but there were some more important things that need to be discussed yesterday, so I'm pivoting it to today. Kyler Murray, QB1. Uh, needed to do this segment because it is now officially official, and if it's not officially official, we're going to have bigger problems. Jonathan Gannon went on the Burns and Gambo show, local radio station, little radio show here in Phoenix. Uh, they have him on. They have a relationship with the team. And pretty much Jonathan Gannon said, Kyler Murray is the franchise quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals. And, you know, uh, there would have been an outside chance as for this not being the case. But as I talked about on Friday's podcast last week, the Philadelphia Eagles game was a perfect time for Kyler Murray to show what he's got. Because the defense isn't great, but it's a really good team. They've got good defensive players over there with Son Reddick, you know, Jalen Carter, Fletcher Cox, uh, Nolan Smith, you know, Josh Sweat. Like, they've got guys. Kevin Byard, you know, they've got guys. And Kyler Murray, and the run game specifically, ripped them apart. Kyler Murray threw three touchdown passes in the second half. Like, they look good. Or three touchdown passes total. They look good. 
Okay. And that was just the icing on the cake for just show something of what used to be with Kyler Murray. And we saw it. We hadn't seen magic from Kyler Murray probably, and I'm probably missing something here, but the, the flashball memory I have is week two of last season in Vegas when he put the team on his back in the second half and they ended up winning in overtime. Had that really long uh, conversion play that took like 20 seconds. Found A.J. Green in the back of the end zone on the second one. Like, that was special. And there was a scoop and score uh, from a Hunter Renfro fumble that ended the game. But that was Kyler Murray magic. Okay, that was the oh my God moments that we've seen some of, but we haven't seen as much as we thought we'd see up until this point. And I think that the majority of that had to do with Cliff Kingsbury's ineptitude. And that's just me. We'll see what happens in 2024. We're really going to get a good look. But Kyler Murray's the quarterback for the future. He should be. And then we can pivot now. We can pivot to other conversations. And I'm sorry if you don't like Kyler Murray. I don't know what to tell you at this point. Look at all the bad quarterback play. I'm screaming it from a mountaintop pretty much every week on this damn podcast. Look around the league. Look at the history of quarterbacks for the Arizona Cardinals. This shouldn't be a conversation anymore. Kyler Murray is not perfect. Kyler Murray has flaws like every quarterback does. One happens to be what he was born with where he's not 6'5". Okay, but he's he hasn't been 6'5 his whole life at every level, and he's made it work. And I know it gets incrementally, you know, easier as we go back in the chronology. We go the opposite chronology of his life. We're playing in high school, it's easier than playing in college, and they, which is easier than playing in the NFL, but he's made it work. He's been a pro bowler twice. He won rookie of the year. This isn't like you know, somebody who's never done anything. In the NFL, he hasn't shown anything in the NFL, and then they're just going to, you know, side with Kyler Murray just because he's the quarterback now. That's not this. That's not this. So when you look at week 17, I discussed this yesterday. If you didn't listen, if you didn't watch or listen yesterday, go back and just listen to the – Just you can fast forward. I don't care. Just listen to this the, the segment where I discussed week 17 – wasn't about overblowing a win in a lost season. That's not what it was about. The the positive you know, you know, ramifications afterwards, it was about these little incremental changes kind of coming together. Being a team they probably shouldn't have beaten. Severely undermanned. And just finding a way to get it done. They were more prepared than the Eagles were. They wanted to win more than the Eagles did, and it showed. Something's wrong in Philly. Things are starting to become right in Arizona. And we saw it throughout this entire year. Joshua Dobbs, and we'll, let's just forget that the Cleveland game happened with Clayton Toon. Let's just, let's just, let, let's just not. It was Joshua Dobbs. And they were in almost every game through the first two months of the season, save the San Francisco game. They should have won three or four of their first seven games. With no talent. Without a QB1. 
And that's the difference this year. And it culminated in week 17. Massive win. Massive win. And for you know, for the for the draft people, it, you can't plan the future. You have no idea what's gonna happen in 2024 in, during the draft. Say the Cardinals draft third. There, there still isn't a chance. There still is a chance that they're not going to get Marvin Harrison Jr. or whoever you think they should draft at three. There's still 100% a chance that that fourth overall pick is going to be coveted. Especially if Michael Penix wins the super or wins the championship. It could go three quarterbacks in the first three picks, depending on what Chicago would get for that number one if they want to keep Justin Fields. So let's just look at what we've got in front of us here instead of expecting the future to go exactly the way you want it to because that never happens. Kyler Murray has shown more than enough to be the quarterback for the future of this team. And really, on the back end, if he stinks it up next year, you can move off from after next year. That's you can. Kyler Murray has never had the perfect collection of good coaching and a good roster. He now finally has a good coach. I ask people to look beyond the stat sheet in 2023 regarding Jonathan Gannon and the coordinators, please. It's proof of concept. The Cardinals are running the hell out of the ball. The hell they are running rough shot over defenses with a C minus offensive line and James Conner and Kyler Murray, Amari DiMarcado, and Michael Carter. This isn't like they've got, you know, Derrick Henry and 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 uh prime Adrian Peterson in the backfield. Proof of concept. The defense making plays, they're severely they don't have an NFL cornerback on the roster. Proof of concept, Kyler Murray will be QB1 leading them into the future. Now, what are the biggest needs ranked in an updated fashion? There's a lot of them. And, well, I'm going to discuss that next as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the Game Time app. Tickets made easy. Download the game time app. Super easy. You go in, you go through, they've got these like flash sales where tickets are cheaper for a certain period of time. You can buy tickets an hour after some events have started. Sports, not all sports, comedy, theater, concerts, whatever it is. Games, the game time app makes buying tickets easy. It, it, that's it. You download the app. And the coolest part is once you click on like row 200, or uh, section 202, row 23, like, oh, I wonder what those tickets look like. I wish we could see. You click on the tickets. It shows you the vantage point in a panoramic view on your phone so you know exactly what it'll look like when you go if you choose those seats to that specific venue. It's a game changer. It's an absolute game changer. Take the game work and get take the guesswork out of buying tickets with GameTime. Dell on the GameTime app, create an account, use code locked on for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. For 20 bucks off, download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed in terms they do apply. 
Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen. Free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Go to the YouTube channel, search Locked on Arizona Cardinals. Hit that subscribe button. I'd appreciate it. Uh, if you want to leave me a review on, you know, Apple or Google, wherever you, wherever you get your podcast, if you're a listener, you're welcome to. Um, I'm happy that you're here, you know, but if you want to throw me a little love, I I I wouldn't reject your love. <laughs> Locked On has uh, launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports today is here for you 24-7, covering the top stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. The Cardinals have needs. They have more needs than they have not needs. We'll go with that. We'll go with that as a perfectly spoken sentence. Um, what don't they need? Let's start with that. Quarterback. And a groan comes over the crowd. Stop it. Kyler Murray's going to be here. Just enjoy enjoy what's possible with Kyler Murray. Uh, tight end. They don't need. Right tackle. They don't need, which they might need if they want to move Paris Johnson to the left. Center. Maybe. Jolty Frohl's been great this year. He's got one more one year left on his deal. Uh, safety is a, I would say safety, even though the numbers wouldn't suggest that Buda Baker's had a very good year. Um, I want to give it one more year where he actually has talent with the nine guys that play in front of him uh, on defense. And then honorable mention also would be running back, but they need a running back. So, yeah. That's what they don't need. So it's pretty much every position, not named tight end or quarterback, right tackle, which could they could need a right tackle if they, you know, want to move Paris Johnson to left. The needs ranked, and this is something that I'm. People think that I just say things to get a rise out of people. That's not true. I think a lot about what I'm going to say before I say it, and the whole. Marvin Harrison Jr. conversation. I get why people think Marvin Harrison Jr. should go top three, and he probably should. But I use the this example, the fantasy football drafting example, where you could take, you know, Josh Allen in the second round, or you could take Kirk Cousins in the seventh or eighth round. And the numbers are going to be close enough to where you get massive value by drafting Kirk Cousins when he may not be the top guy, but he's like the third top guy. Same thing with the wide receiver class in 2024. At this point, wide receivers are coming in more ready than ever because, you know, that's nobody's playing running back anymore because they know that when you make it to the league, you ain't getting paid. You have guys that are going to be close enough to Marvin Harrison Jr. to where you could use the Houston's pick, Houston's pick that the Cardinals have on a wide receiver and still draft another guy. So for me, and, I, and I've unequivocally not changed from this, this is the order for me. And it's this is the splitting hair part. But as bad as the Cardinals wide receiver room is, these other positions are worse. And this is just the world in which we live, witnessing the Arizona Cardinals hitting rock bottom roster-wise. Defensive line is probably the biggest need. 
offensive line is probably the biggest need light. Cornerback is definitely a biggest need as well as pass rush. That, so all four of those. Now, if we're going to rank them, cornerback is probably the biggest need because they are so devoid of talent there. We'll see what happens with Garrett Williams. Uh, he's played fine. They don't have anybody else. Don Thomas has been okay, but come on. He'll probably be a rotational corner when they actually get more talent in there. Defensive line is devoid of talent. Dante Stills has been fine. Jonathan Ledbetter was okay before he was he, before he was put on IR. The, the left side of the offensive line has been bad. TJ Humphreys, it's unfortunate that starting to see this is the first year where it's like, oh, okay, a change is probably needed. Uh, Jagu- Elijah Wilkerson, it's not his fault. Like, he's not a starting left guard. He played okay against the Eagles. The offensive line as a whole played pretty well against the Eagles, but, you know, the left guard position has been tough. Um, and then pass rush, which has been non-existent. Moving Zayvon Collins didn't work. Uh, you know, Dennis Gardeck, he's a fun story because he's, you know, he's an Arizona Cardinal, okay? As a situational pass rusher, that's where he thrives. You can't use him as an outside starting linebacker on an every down basis. Josh Woods played okay. Kazir White is probably the star from the linebacker room, but the pass rush is absolutely non-existent. Absolutely non-existent. And then you get to wide receiver. I understand what a wide receiver one will do because they're going to draft a wide receiver at some point. What a wide receiver one will do for Kyler Murray. I get it. A hundred percent. It is a rational stance on what the Cardinals should do, especially with the top pick. I get it. And it's not as important because of what Kyler Murray can do. They've got a wide receiver one, it's Trey McBride. Okay, so it's not like they don't have any pass catchers. Greg Dorch is going to get a contract extension, and he very well should. He should get a three-year, $15 million, $10 million guaranteed deal, and he deserves every penny. While it's not perfect, this is not something you can just change in 18 months. So there's going to be some concessions necessary. But put it this way. If you told me they drafted two offensive linemen with their two first-round picks, would that be a bad thing? No. If you told me that they drafted two edge rushers, which they wouldn't, but two edge rushers with their first two picks, would that be a bad thing? No. You told me they drafted two corners with their first two picks in the the first round, would that be a bad thing? No. If they drafted two interior defensive linemen, which they wouldn't, But would that be a bad thing? No. They need so much help in different spots. If you can't protect Kyler Murray, none of this is going to work. If you can't rush the quarterback, none of this is going to work. If you can't stop opposing wide receivers, none of this is going to work. Teams have won without a bona fide wide receiver one, especially in Drew Petzing's offense. The play action does part of that for you. If they can run the ball the way they've run the ball, you don't need a bona fide wide receiver one because this isn't a bona fide wide receiver one offensive scheme. Now, that's not crazy talk where it's like, oh, they don't need to draft a wide receiver. No, stop it, Billy. Everything's going to be fine. I'm just saying that if they have the fourth overall pick, there are so many other needs that are more important than drafting a wide receiver. So many. 
They've got to eat their vegetables. They're eating Steve Kimes vegetables because he refused to do it for a decade. It's not going to be pretty, but it's going to be necessary. And trusting Monty Osborne to make the right decision is something that I'm already bought in with. Alex Lancey, Locked on Cardinals, Tankathon Wednesday, the penultimate Tankathon segment as we roll on here next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. So here's the thing. The NFL season's wrapping up. I told you to appreciate football. I told you to appreciate football at least once a week for the last four months, five months. But with the NFL season wrapping up, there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. And the app is so easy to use. There's so many different ways to bet, like live same-game parlays, find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays, and more like who's going to win the Super Bowl? Those odds are going to change so much every week from here on out. It's going to be insane. Get it on the action, man. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. That's me. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen free wherever you get your podcast. And on YouTube. Tankathon time. I could have just done Tankathon time this whole time. I need to do Tankathon Tuesday. What's wrong with me? Cardinals are picking fourth. For those that don't know, um, the reason why the Cardinals are picking fourth is because the first tiebreaker for draft order for the next year is strength of schedule. And think like the first rational thought, even though it, it isn't true, it's like, well, Cardinals have the toughest schedule, so why wouldn't they? That's not the case. So the Cardinals have the toughest schedule out of the three with New England and Washington. So having a weaker schedule and still only getting that certain amount of wins lends it to look like or be that that team is worse than the team that had a stronger strength of schedule and still got those wins. Does that make sense? Um, and so the Cardinals are picking fourth. This is something where say that if the Cardinals, <laughs> if the if the Cardinals win on Sunday and the Giants, Chargers, and Tennessee all lose. Cardinals could be picking seventh, baby. So this could get a lot worse. But say the Cardinals lose on Sunday. I don't know why they play Kyler Murray at this point. Uh, at the at the time of recording this podcast, uh, it's still out. Uh, the jury's still out. But Houston's the interesting one. Okay, so I said I think there were 14 out of 32 teams that had seven or eight wins last week. So now with Houston winning um, last week, there are 11 teams with eight or nine wins. So Houston is playing Indianapolis on Saturday. This is the time where you become an Indianapolis Colts fan. Okay. As much as it hurts me to not want to see what's going on in Houston continue because it's fun, man. It is fun. D'Amico Ryan, CJ Stroud, Nico Collins, Tank Dell before he got hurt. That defense looks good. Devin Singletary, Dalton Schultz, you know, that, it's fun football. I want to see them in the playoffs. I do. And 
I also have worked in the Phoenix sports radio and podcast market for over a decade. And I'd like to see the Cardinals get any sort of, you know, leg up that they can. So the Cardinals, like, if the Texans win, that's bad. Especially if Jacksonville loses. They're playing Tennessee, so so they most likely will not. But if if the Texans get in the playoffs, the Cardinals are going to be picking in the top, you know, 25 or below instead of 17 or below. So that's going to be the big thing. That's going to be the test for the Cardinals to see where they're going to be picking in 20. Like, if the Texans lose, it opens up Pandora's box of greatness for the Cardinals to where the Houston's picking 17 right now, which would be the Cardinals pick. That could drop down to 15 or below. 15, 14, 13, something like that, depending on how the cookie crumbles. So going into, that's why I did the segment, the last segment, because it's like, this is kind of a, it's a hard reset on everything that we've talked about up until this point, because now it's real. It's not abstract anymore. It's real. The Cardinals have four wins. They'll most likely end with four wins. They're not going to be in the top three, most likely, unless New England beats the Jets, which is possible. The New England at home beats the Jets. Uh, could be the last middle finger from Bill Belichick to you know the, the uh, New England organization as he moves on his way and they get a they get a worse draft pick because they won in Week 18. Washington pull rabbit out of a hat and beat Dallas at home in Week 18. Uh, but chances are Cardinals picking fourth. If they could pick fourth and fifteenth, that'd be a win for the season. That'd be a win, and we'll see. Monty Osford has been a wizard already. Lest we forget, less than a year ago, whatever, in you know, less than a year ago, it was last year. I hate people like that. Well, don't you mean last year? Because it's three days into 2024. Stop it. Lest we forget, Monty Osford traded down to 12 and then traded back up to six to draft our guy. Still got a first round pick for next year. Didn't give up anything that they didn't already, that they had for 2024. Okay. They've got six picks in the top 100. You think that Monty Osborne is going to get get freaky with that? You think he's not going to find a way to maximize those picks, whether it be to accumulate more for the future or trade up and make a massive push for this year? It's going to be wild after this season ends. It is going to be wild what the Cardinals do. Just watch. This is something that is going to be completely unprecedented in the state of Arizona, regarding the Arizona Cardinals. This is not a Band-Aid over a bigger problem in the foundation situation anymore. Michael Bidwell has been not so great of a boss. Let's just put it that way, to put it completely lightly, especially with all the reports out. Michael Bidwell also, since firing Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury, I think understands that everything needs to change for anything to happen. And so far, all he's done is put the trust in Monty and Jonathan Gannon, and things have been changing. So while this is not a free pass in the arguably abhorrent things that he's done to employees at all, if you haven't heard my analogy here, this is one of my favorite ones. You know, when you go to a, and every dairies have heard this, but um, if you go to a wedding, and there's inclement weather. They've got those big uh, tents. You have a massive wedding under. It's like a little building. Okay. Michael Bidwell is State Farm Stadium. Okay. 
Monty Austin Fort down is that wedding tent inside of it. So while there is dysfunction abound, what Monty Austin Fort down has done, Monty Austin Fort down to the coaches, down to the players, they can build something great, even with dysfunction looming. They can build something great, even with dysfunction looming. And that is what I focus on on this podcast. And that is why everything this year so far, culminating into that Week 17 win, and again, it's not about overblowing a win. That's not what it's about. The win was great. It's fine. It was awesome. Okay, Monty Osford hugging players on the sidelines. Okay, it was great. It's more about Monty Osford hugging players and the players being so jacked after that win than the actual win itself because that means things are starting to change. And this is something that, especially longtime Cardinals fans, never thought they'd see the day. And I understand why there's hesitancy to believe in it. This time next year, I have a very, very strong feeling that this organization is going to be completely different. The stigma will be off. They will be the Detroit Lions 2.0. If the Detroit Lions can do it, anybody can do it. And that's the path that the Arizona Cardinals definitely should be mapping their future around, as I've discussed multiple times on this show. And so far, it hasn't been perfect. There's still a lot of unknowns. But this team is positioning itself to be potentially great. And I don't think there's ever been a position as good as now in the history of this organization. And if you can't get juice for that, I don't know what to tell you. Alex Lancy, Locked on Cardinals. Crossover Thursday with Corbin Smith from Locked on Seahawks tomorrow. I'll talk to you then.